just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. Today on the ZabeCast, the commanders get their man, Carson Wentz. Wow. That's all I got to say to that. Wow. And it's not a good wow. Also, Aaron Nagler joins us from Cheesehead TV to talk about the Aaron Rodgers contract extension. He was not in favor of it. He thought it was time to move on. But I'll ask him if he's happy and uh, his thoughts about it going forward. All that plus a little bit more today. So let's go ahead and settle in and get after it. Day three here in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's Parents Week. I got to see uh, my aunts and uncles today. My uh, Uncle Mike, big baseball fan, uh, turned 81. Had a bike ride today uh, and uh, with a bunch of other uh, friends and people of the same age. Very active, late 70s, early 80s uh, people. It's a wonderful thing. They live a very blessed life. Uh, my uncle Tom is crazy. He goes everywhere. I talked to him about Burning Man last night. Yes, my 80, 79, 80, 81-year-old uncle Tom goes to Burning Man pretty much every year. And it's it's a hoot. 
hearing him talk about it. But uh, after we uh, had lunch following my Uncle Mike's birth, uh, birthday bike ride, uh, my wife and daughter and I went to the uh, the MIM, they call it here. It's the Musical Instrument Museum, I want to say. Uh, and it's really, it's a tremendous museum. It's got tons and tons and tons of genuine, vintage, if not ancient, musical instruments from all over the world, categorized mostly by country, but also towards the end of the tour we took, um, there was a lot of uh, sort of exhibits that were not by country, but by category. Like here was an exhibit on, you know, the 1950s recording studios and the technology they used and some of the actual equipment there. So it was very cool. I spent way too much time uh, looking at a lot of the very same type of bongos and uh, guitars or guitar facsimiles from Africa. And I was like, looking at, you know, Zimbabwe, and then I'm looking at, uh, you know, Uganda, and then I'm looking here at South Africa, and they're like, okay, you got the same, you got the same, you got the same. I should have gone straight to the more modern stuff. So if you go to the museum, start with the more modern stuff in the United States, Canada, and then work your way backward. Not that there aren't fascinating and incredible, you know, equipment, and what am I looking for? Instruments? Yeah. Instruments of all kinds weird-ass instruments as well, uh, but start at the end and go backwards. Okay, today the uh, commanders acquired Carson Wentz from Indianapolis for a, a pair of third-round picks. One of those could float up to being a second-round pick if he hits certain performance numbers, and they are going to absorb his entire $28 million cap hit salary. Carson Wentz has missed time in, I believe, five of the last six seasons. He had a pretty good statistical year last year, 27 over 6, I think, or 26 over 9, something like that. But he choked in the final game of the season at Jacksonville when all they had to do was beat them and get in, and he was terrible. That one game alone, I'm sure, Convince the Colts if they weren't already convinced, look, we can't go with this guy. And that's shocking because Frank Reich loved the guy. And Frank Reich thought, I can coach the guy. And there's reports that, well, maybe he's not the most coachable guy out there. The one saving grace to the acquisition, and the one thing that Commander fans are consoling themselves in, is that, well, if it doesn't work out this year, they can cut him next year. And they don't have to pay him anything else. And I thought, well, if that's the selling point to acquiring a guy, <laughs> is that really the best argument you can make? So it's a terrible signing. It screams of, hey, we're trying to maybe win or gain a wild card. But the thing is, beggars can't be choosers. And I think what the commanders realized, and Ron Rivera realized, and I know that he had a mandate from his owner, Daniel M. Snyder, to go get a quarterback. Get a quarterback somebody has heard of. Not some scrub, but a guy who started last year for somebody else. You go get him. I'm sure that's what Snyder said, because Snyder can't sell tickets. And it's all that Dan Snyder knows is bullshit marketing sizzle. He doesn't know football. So I think what Rivera realized was, okay, we could be in the running. 
for free agent guys like Jameis Winston or like Mitch Trubisky. And we could lose in those derbies as well because nobody will want to come here. We won't be able to beat anybody out on price, on draft pick compensation if you decide to trade with somebody. The only way you're going to get a named quarterback that somebody can say, well, he was a starter last year and had pretty good stats, is to get the one guy nobody in their right mind would want. And he can't say no because he's got a, he doesn't have a no trade clause. And that guy was Carson Wentz. That's the most logical explanation. I think the football people, Rivera and company and the Martys, they know he stinks. They know this is not even a bridge quarterback. He may not even play more than eight games next year. Hell, with the reputation FedEx Field has of injuring quarterbacks for an already oft-injured guy, where is this thing going, really? Worse yet is that it eats up you know, $28 million of their $33 million of cap space. So now they're going to have to scramble. They're pretty much not going to be able to sign anybody else, which may be a blessing, but just to get their rookies under the number, to re-sign one or two of their guys that are a free agent, um, it's, it's bad. It is bad. There is a lot of commander fans who are saying, what did we do? To, to, to deserve this. But this is the state of the league right now. Teams are panicked. we got to have a quarterback, any quarterback. We can't go with an unknown entity. Nobody in the NFL wants to just flat out tank for a couple of years like they'll do in baseball because there's no guarantee that two years of tanking will get you the quarterback that can actually help you win games and be a true contender. And they say this draft class is very weak. So, we'll see. Maybe they'll be wrong. Maybe the experts, the pundits, will be wrong. And this draft class will have a couple gems in it. But it's dark out there. But the commanders got their man. Commander Carson. Gee, do you think they're going to market the shit out of that? Yeah, I do too. Who's actually a Packers fan? And who is, like, just hanging out? Because 12 yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to find that out, aren't we? In, in due we time. Aren't. Um, that said, who gets the gold stars, who gets the helmet stickers for the Packers getting this done and keeping Rodgers, assuming that's what you want and you're happy about it. Uh, who gets the gold stars? Goody, number one. You have to think Goody, right? If for no other reason than if you go back to last off season and the whole impetus for this thing and the dropping of the tweet by Schefter on draft day, uh, you got to think that's a year removed from drafting Jordan Love. The way that everything came out regards, and I know Rodgers has dismissed some of this, but I've seen the texts that compare, you know, uh, Goody Kunst to Jerry Krause. Oh, like, talking about how he blew right. up a, uh, the guy who blew up a dynasty. And obviously the Packers aren't a dynasty, but um, that tore apart a talented team, right? Sure. That is very real. And that was very visceral for Rodgers, clearly. So to get to the point a year later where throughout this last season, you know, uh, Aaron has been maybe not effusive, but he's been, he hasn't been shy about praising the job Gutekunst has done right. and being more involved in whatever process behind closed doors, spoke about it a number of times throughout the season, spoke about it the week he won the MVP. They're in a good spot, a much better spot, a much healthier spot. Because that, I think, Brian and Aaron both 
decided, okay, we should talk and we should hang it. You know, we should definitely communicate better. And that's, you know, that was no foregone conclusion. Brian could have very easily have said, you know what? Great. You don't understand what it is. I do screw you. We're trading you at the end of this year, regardless. Right. Um, but they seem to have very much yeah. mended whatever rift was there. So you got to give one to Brian. How do, you, how do you think it might have been different if the Packers had a singular billionaire owner? Owner. Two hundred right. foot mega yacht. Would it have been an easier <laughs> negotiation or could the strong-willed personalities of Rodgers and the owner caused it to blow up? Well, you don't have to look much further than New England, right? as far as a deteriorating relationship. Although I think Kraft always loved and still loves Brady. Right. It's clear there was, there's all the machinations underneath them. Uh, Seth Wickersham's book is pretty fascinating in that regard. Right. Um, yeah. I think the potential is there, right. For it to have been very different as far as it just the entirety of Roger's career in the sense of how they would have been in free agency, how they would, the owner maybe have directed, Jerry Jones-esque, like, let's go get every name and let's build up this offense and give Aaron whatever he wants. That is every possibility, no doubt about it. But I would say I'm glad as a Packers fan that there isn't an owner. Oh, no, it's... it's, I mean, you know, you're you're a a Washington guy. I know this firsthand. Dan Snyder... You know. Dan Snyder 101, I know everything about him, and it's (laughs) worse. Everything you've heard is worse than you can imagine. Um, that said, I think I saw a tweet from you that said, uh, Packer fans, you're special. Uh, you, you, your, your birthright is the Lombardi. That was a, that was a retweet from justice Mosqueda, but he, I think he's a bit tongue in cheek there, but it's somewhat true. Like all I could think of when he tweeted that out was that clip of Mike Holmgren after they won the Super Bowl in 96, when he's in the locker room with the Lombardi trophy. And he says, as much as this means to every other team, it means more to you. You play in Green Bay. This trophy is named after a Packers coach. This is coming home. Like, that's the feeling. And I think Packers fans connect with that. I think, you I know, think it's the, like, tweet, the tweet was you are special, you are chosen. The you're chosen. Your birthright. Right. Never apologize. Never apologize. <laughs> I'm right there with you. That's, I don't. That's What's great is right in this there, modern but... media landscape, though, it's like everyone comes after you because, oh, the Packers can't win a Super Bowl or, you know, blah, blah. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 2010. Two quarter, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, only two Super Bowls. Only Let me tell you two, something. Right, right. Let me tell you something. As a man, as you know, growing up, you got to experience the glory years in Washington when the Hogs were around and they were winning Super Bowls. But now you're on the play. You are at the place as a Washington fan where I was growing up, like destitute, yeah, the, the middle of nowhere. No, we were Siberia. Misery. Right. The a- fact that the why. Packers have won a singular Super Bowl in my lifetime will never get like less crazy. Like the idea that growing up, I thought the Packers were going to fold. I thought they were going to move. I thought there was really? no chance they were sticking around. Cliff Fold. Crystal move. has written about this. On the Packers, on Packers.com, the official team website, he has written how dark and bad those days were. What what years leading we up to? About? Like 70, like essentially like 73 through 93. 
as like right before Ron Wolf comes to town, all the way through the eighties, there was a thought of why do we still have this team? It got so bad. And what was so hard as a Packers fan back then was not only did they suck because they sucked, right? They were fun to watch on offense and they could score points. As you know, the Packers, uh, one of the greatest games ever in NFL history is the Packers in Washington on Monday night. Yep. One of the highest scoring games, if not, I think it's still the highest scoring game ever. 48 47, uh, I think. Lynn Dickey and Joe Theismann going at it, like yep. back and forth, scoring points. Uh, this, so they were fun to watch, but God, they couldn't stop anybody. They couldn't run the balls in their life. Like they sucked. And on top of that, then you had all sorts of off the field stuff. And then like the, the Mossy Cade stuff happened and then Forrest Greg got hired and they became a bunch of thugs and they were awful to watch. And they, not only did they suck, but they were just bad dudes. Like the Charles Martin thing, throwing oh, yeah. you know, McMahon on the ground after the interception. Just, it was just hard. It was just hard to be a Packers fan back then. And it got bad, man. It got to the point where there was legitimate thought that they could fold and that the NFL thought you know, maybe the Packers have reached the end of the line. Right. Maybe this idea of this small town team that is clearly a smaller market than anything else on earth when it comes to professional sports, especially in America, yeah. this is not going to work. Maybe it's outlived its day. Right. And then Ron Wolf comes and he hires Holmgren. He, tra- he, he bing, drafts bing, or he trades for Brett, gets Reggie in free agency, and they're off and running. And we are still, we are still to this day. Reaping those rewards from yeah, that absolutely. crop. You That's know, incredible. Here's how different the league is from when I was growing up and the Redskins won three Super Bowls mm-hmm. in the span of my adolescence, basically. They right. won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. And That's and crazy. None, and none of the three quarterbacks are remotely close to being Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Hall of Famers at all. Right. They were like, so that... That is right. that is a league that doesn't exist anymore. The league as it yeah. currently stands is such that, like you know, in Game of Thrones, the night is dark and full of terrors. If you don't <laughs> have a quarterback, the night is dark You're, and full of terrors. You yes. are as terrified as you can possibly be. Although right? I will say, I will say, I will say, I will say, the Rams have got to give maybe not hope, but the idea that you don't need the surefire Hall of Fame. Like I no, understand like a, all the you talk. Need you need a plus talented guy. quarterback. You need, you need a, a talented quarterback. Guy. There's no right. question about that. But you don't have to look, you know, further than this year for Matt Stafford making some of the dumbest decisions in the history of quarterbacking. Like in a year where his team won the Super Bowl, you know what right. I mean? Like he's got the arm. He's got the gift. He's amazing, and I love him. And I do think he's underrated, or probably not now because he's led a team to a Super Bowl, but. Coming into this year, you know, I always thought, like, yeah, he's got all sorts of talent. Clearly, he's in Detroit. That's got its own issues. But, man, his decision-making sometimes, like, he yeah. legit went full Stafford in, like, three or four games in a row this year. Well, like, and, and either tossing it up, he threw like, a pick. throwing it out of the end zone. Yeah, yeah the, in the, you he know, had pick, it's... He had a pick that should have been that was dropped by yep. Jaquiski Tart that probably ends their run. That doesn't dropped. result in them getting into a Super Bowl. A perfect right, example. Exactly. But as the I narrative like say, completely changed. Yeah. As I like to say, there is the fallacy of sporting virtue. And that is <laughs> when your team wins, 
It cannot nags. It must not be the product of the inevitable vagaries of sports, a mixture of luck, timing, a few calls. It must be because you were stronger, smarter. Your greatness. Yes, your front office was wiser, more diligent than others. And the flip side of the fallacy of sporting virtue is the notion of sporting sin. If you fail, it's not because those things worked against you. It's because there's a problem that you Mm. must fix. That must be fixed. (laughs) Right. Well, look at the Rams. The Rams are such a great example of that in the sense of, remember that stretch in the middle of the season where they were just bad. They were just bad. Like they came into the, they limped into their bye week and people thought, oh, they're traded for OBJ. We'll see. Blah, blah, blah. And then they come out of their bye week and they get their ass kicked by the Packers in Lambeau, which by the way, uh, I'm never going to ever, 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 ever going to let that go. The Packers <laughs> beat Super Bowl champions this year. That's all. Like put us in the NFC championship game out, but they beat them again. But um, yeah. yeah, it's like they were so hard to watch for about a month. Right. And yet you get to a point where it's like, okay, it's not about like, we have to make drastic changes. Obviously OBJ coming on board does make a difference, but it's not like they changed systems or they changed coordinators or made some, you know, switch at quarterback or whatever. They kept doing what they're doing. Sean kept coaching and they kept taking it and Mm -hmm. they figured it out and they, they got, they righted the ship. It's not like, as you're saying, it's not because like they, had this lightning bolt moment of, Oh, we've got to change everything. No, like you've got a lot of talent. You just have to gel. You just have to keep working at it before. But of course that doesn't play. No line wise, wise, like whatever, you know what I mean? Sports radio can't exist by saying, well, they got lucky because then your show's (laughs) over and it took one minute. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But here's the thing. So before, before I dialed you up today, I talked right. about the commander's acquisition of Carson Wentz. By the way, do you know that their odds to win the Super Bowl went from what? 60 to 1 to 75 to 1? I was just going to ask, did it go down? They went down. <laughs> they went down. So and great. It, it That's makes, so it, great. It makes perfect sense. As I thought about it, I said, okay, if you're an odds maker, you say, well, they're a long shot, but we don't know who they could get at quarterback. They and then might once get somebody they quarterback. to Carson Wentz, they go, oh, they're committed to him. He's bad. So Done. we got to move him down a bit. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, because that's true, though, right? Because you're like, thinking, they who pulled, knows what happens like, in the draft? They could who pull knows a Derek what... Carr, right? Let's say they pull a Derek Carr in a week. Right. Now the odds might tick up a little bit. Or even just forget Derek Carr, but like just whoever they might get in the draft. And they catch right. lightning in a bottle and they go on a run. Like, you never know. But Carson Wentz? You kind of know. That, you kind of right. have an that's idea the, where right. that's They're like, that guy so will not win a Super Bowl <laughs> for so whatever bad. virtue. And here's the have. thing. What's yeah. so crazy is like, he's like, you talk about a coach killer. I mean, you, the ultimate coach killer in the sense of everyone's thinking in the, in the league anyway, as far as like why teams keep trading for him. It's clearly why the Colts did, clearly why the commanders have. It's like you keep thinking about right before he got injured right. in Philly that right. year. He was an MVP. Like yeah. he was a ama- he was amazing. His was. tape from those like I think it was like six, eight weeks, absolutely incredible. Some of the best stuff you will see at the position. But that's like light again, lighting in a bottle. And ever since then, 
it's been horrible. Yeah. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This so anyway, so so the coach is now judging by my Twitter and texting my buddies have a right. quarterback that the fan base actively hates. <laughs> and I was going to list off the teams wow. that either secretly or actively hate their own quarterback, starting <laughs> with the Vikings. Oh, wait, you mean the fan bases, right? Fan base, not the teams. And, well, you fan know, bases. okay, and, and possibly some players on the team. May, I was going to say maybe some people in the franchise. Yeah, right, no, right. seriously. Like, so there's some yeah. the fans hate them, and that and some people <laughs> in the building down low hate them. I'd say Amazing. The Vikings right. with Cousins. I would say oh. the Lions with Jared. But Goff. do they? The two Vikings fans hate Cousins. I don't know, man. My Twitter feed would suggest otherwise. Like, I don't know. They all man. think it's, he's. I think I, there's a split. Okay. I think there's a split. All right. How about the Lions? But yeah, I hear you. I hear the Lions you. I with hear. Jared Goff. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Giants with Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're talking about bringing in Trubisky to compete for the starting job. <laughs> the Panthers the with Sam Darnold. No question. Okay. Uh, the Steelers will soon hate Dwayne Haskins if he gets the job. Whoever, whoever ascends <laughs> to that starting role. Well, unless but they draft someone. I, I so. think half the league has 
quarterbacks that their fan base either hates or they're really not. Would you let me ask you this? Would you throw um, Tannehill in that mix? Tannehill is going to get to that status quick because of how bad he choked in the playoffs. That's my thing, man. That's you can't. I don't know. Although, hell, Aaron Rodgers keeps choking in the playoffs and Packers fans seem to love him. So whatever. And this for a man who's I'm just said, throwing it out there. I'm just happy. telling you what I see. Like, I don't know. I'm happy and I'm moving on. So there you go. <laughs> what is the what is the one thing if you could change about Rodgers on the field and the one thing you could change about him off the field that would make you like him even more? Because I know you like him. <laughs> Come on. The way you framed that is so good. Because yes. all I can think about is Josh on air a couple weeks ago. When I was talking about Rogers and Josh goes, you hate him. You hate you him, hate him <laughs> so much. I'm like, I don't hate him. I love Aaron. That's the thing. Right. Um, what can so, I change? change? On the one field, thing on off the field. field, one thing on the field. On the field, I would I would have him run whatever the fuck is called by Matt. I'm sorry, I, I don't know if I can swear on here, but yeah, like I whatever Matt calls, just run it, dude. Just okay. run it. Stop, stop trying to get so perfect. Stop trying stop trying to get into the perfect call. Just right. run it. And see what happens. Who knows? Okay. Um, like off the field? Him, on the field, Nags, I'd like to see him throw about 10 to 11 to, uh, interceptions a year. I want him to dial up the risk. Okay, Bob McGinn. I hear you. I hear you. McGinn right. feels the same thing? Okay. McGinn like had wrote a thing about it um, uh, for, for Ty's site right. a couple of weeks ago, but talking about how Rodgers um, careful or, or considered or whatever – phrase he used to play is hurting the Packers in the playoffs and then PFF I will say shout out to PFF they did a deep deep dive yeah kind of follow-up to see if like the numbers bore it out and the numbers kind of bear it out yeah so, they do I, I think I get it that, I, I get think Rodgers exceptionally low interception total these last x number of years or pretty much his whole career right it's whole sort career. of like Tom no Brady's avocado ice cream it's like <laughs> bro I know you're dedicated to your craft, but that's right. a bit overkill. So that's a bit much. That's one. But thing here's the, this is what I always say about that. This is what I always say about that. It's been my thing for ten years, right? I get it. I feel it, and God knows I feel it during the game, right? Like throw the ball when he takes a sack or no one's open and whatever. I totally viscerally feel it, but at the same time, intellectually, if you think about it, it's it is what makes him great. I the reason they've won so many games with Rodgers at quarterback, turnovers are the A number one indicator of wins yeah. and losses. Like I, they are I, like the cause and effect is undeniable. I get it. Right? I just don't we can't even judge. So it's Rose. you know, I, to this point, like but it's also who he is. And so I, I can't ask this all time great, the great one of the most talented quarterbacks ever to step on a football field to change his very nature. I can't do it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I totally understand it. But I do believe quarterbacks should be able to evolve their game. No question. No doubt. Manning did. Or if they can be taught. The piece that PFF did broke that exact thing down, like how Manning changed his game. Like, I'm I'm with you. Oh, they did. They talked about Peyton Manning changing. I'm telling you. They do. I'm doing. They did a deep dive. They did a deep dive. Deep dive. Yeah. I'm I'm highly recommended this piece. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, but no, field, I I can't I can't. Here's what I do. Off, right, 
off the field, here's what I do. I would say, stop trying to set people up to dunk on them, especially the media. It's just yeah. not going to win you any points. Yeah. I will... Uh, I have to carefully consider this because <laughs> I have... I have lots of opinions here, Zay. Um, yeah, no, okay. I'm with you a billion percent. I do think, I mean, my thing has always been, you know me, I, we, we joke about this on your show on the radio. I don't give a crap what he does off the field. I don't, I don't care who he's dating. I don't know who he's engaged right. to. I don't care what he thinks about vaccinations. I don't, I don't right. care. Right. I care about what he does on the field. Right. But as someone who has a press pass, who does get to ask questions, who does interact with the guy, whether it's in the locker room or via Zoom, whatever. And then on occasion, we talk on Twitter, we message, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he has interacted with me on Twitter, etc. All, all of that encapsulates the idea of very much agreeing with what you're saying in the sense of like his pushback yesterday on the reports of his contract and his taking exception to people saying that he had signed a deal when literally, as far as I can tell, and anyone who's listening to this is more than welcome to send me whatever link where this happened, but I did not see a single human, not one reporter say that the deal was signed. Right. I saw he a lot agreed. of people saying he had the terms the had been agreed to signed, which is nothing perfect, had been signed. Not one human end, on this earth to to vaccinated versus inoculated. I that's what I'm saying. And so I just don't understand. And to me, I, I think it goes back to he wanted Pat, his buddy, to get the shine, right? Well, how could the he problem not was make is that, that Pat put it out there, and then five minutes later, Ian had the had the terms, and everyone ran with the tweet with the terms. Right. Yeah. So Aaron was trying to push back on that, and I get it, man. You want your boy to get it. I understand all that, but I don't. I don't, I don't know how. I just don't understand why he gives a crap. I you know. I don't know how Rogers could have botched giving giving it to McAfee on a platter an hour before. Right. Like that should have been an right? easy thing to do. The but fact that it was, and here's the other thing: it'd be very easy because Ian's got. I mean, no one's perfect, right? Oh, Ian's, Ian's, Ian's got stuff Ian's wrong before, stuff right now. Yeah, but <laughs> if you go back to last summer, who broke the news that Aaron was returning to camp? Ian Rappaport. So clearly, Ian's got an in somewhere. I think. I think it's the cleaning service. That Aaron uses at his house, exactly. That, Precisely. That are the hundred percent. Oh, Green Bay. But you, you joke. But you, you want to run it back to a couple months ago when Brady retired, right? And Schefter put it out there early, and everyone tried to dunk on Schefter because it was like, oh, this is true, and then it turned out to be true. And how did Brady do it? Via social media, because he had this whole laid out plan, all yeah. these words, flowery. Oh, and then you didn't mention the Patriots, whatever. But do you think uh, maybe someone connected to Brady's social media company or group probably got that to Schefter? I mean, that's yeah. like this isn't difficult, right? Yeah. So, like, I understand Aaron's reticence to let anything out before it was absolutely necessary. Right. So he gave it to he clearly 
agreed to whatever, texted Pat probably, and then whoever he agreed with, someone in that circle, whether it's David Dunn, whether it's his marketing guy, whether it's someone with the Packers, gave it to Ian. Yeah. Well, you know, NFL, NFL reporting, it's like the, the Jawas on Tatooine. You don't see it <laughs> until all the little eyes come out from yep. the rock face. Did They're I get beaten, that reference right, eyes. Meg? That's perfect. Right? You 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 nailed it, Zabe. You, you're not you're you're not a hardcore Star Wars guy, no. but you got that one. You got that one right. <laughs> All right. All right. Exit question. You, sir, made a dog bet with <laughs> your daughters. Can I tell you something? Wait, before you go any further, can I tell you something? A buddy of mine, good friend of mine, who I met down in North Carolina, was at school there, known him for now 20 close to 25 years. He legit texted me this morning to tell me. Why Zabe is on the radio talking about your daughter and your dog? I was like, <laughs> that's my guy. That's my guy. So I love that this has become a thing. Oh, like, yeah. It's both it's both sweet and stupid at the same mm-hmm. time. You, this is my life. You, you just encapsulated it. You as a as a New Yorker who doesn't really have the time or convenience for a nope. dog and don't nope. really want one from what I get, which is why. For a decade plus, I have told my daughter, we're not getting a dog. Yeah. And and yet you said, if Rodgers is on the team next year, you'll get him a dog. Now, I believe the bet was if he's on the roster for opening day. Uh, well, the bet, the, the, this wasn't a bet. It was the, the thing I said was if he is the starting quarterback week one of the 2022 season, I will get a dog. Now, clearly he's indicated he's coming back. They have some time to go. Who knows? But will it's clear that he is the plan going forward. Sweet. So will now, no, 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 no. Uh, They've already, are you kidding me? They've already put together a Google spreadsheet with like all the links to all the shelters in the New York area of all the dogs they're interested in. So that process will begin this weekend. Um, I'm very excited. This is true. I'm not What's exaggerating. Timeline? timeline to get the dog done. There's no timeline. There's a week one, week one. If it had no, no, you know what they say, Nags, the dog will choose you. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. I also hear a lot. There's no relationship more special than the dog and the the father that didn't want it. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. The Uh, disapproving dad. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But this is true. That I'm not exaggerating. I picked up Olive from school because Olive has been the driver of this. Like she has been begging for a dog for years. It had been an ongoing, like a running joke on my live streams. Get Olive a dog. Like this has been a thing, and it was always assumed that this was never going to happen. So now it's happened. Now it's going to happen. She legit as she got in the car today, and I'm not joking. This is no exaggeration. This is verbatim. She gets in the car and goes, Karma's a bitch, isn't it? This is what you get for not getting me a dog. Yeah, but here's the here's the twist. The She's final. 14, Zabe. I know. She not be talking here's, to her father that way. Here's the final twist in the saga. So they yeah. find a dog who just melts into their arms at a shelter. Mm. That's the right. one you, you're ready to bring it home. And that's when you say, but uh-uh, girls. Daddy gets to name it, and you name it Jordan. (laughs) What's funny? You're close because I have stated there are so many stipulations here, but yes, one of them is I get to name it the thing. Like, there's zero question about that. Okay, I am choosing the name. 
So, okay. but Jordan is a good contender. I like it. I was going like to say somebody must have suggested. Yeah, Nags will get his daughters a dog because he lost the Aaron Rodgers bet, but he'll name it Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Just to rub it in their face. Then and then watch like Jordan gets traded draft weekend, and then I've got the 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 quarterback of the Seahawks is named my my dog. That's name your dog name. Chester if it's a boy for Chester Markle, one of the legendary <laughs> Packers of all time. Legendary. Chester. Legendary. No question. Any other names come to mind? Uh, Johnny Blood. Johnny Blood is in the running. I like Johnny Blood. Okay. Name Johnny Blood. Johnny Blood. That's probably my favorite, but we'll see. Uh, Nags, for people that don't know, cheeseheadtv.com is your site. You and uh, Corey Banky do a phenomenal job, and it's exactly what you you think. It's all Packer stuff, 24-7-365. You'll be glad to know there's a friend of mine, a, a business associate who runs a golf store in the D.C. area, lifelong Redskins slash football team fan who said, that's it. I can't take it. And he has chosen the Packers, not because of me, not because of me, but because he was lucky enough to go to Lambeau a couple of times. And he said there it felt go. right. He said he felt it was far enough away. He wasn't going to go in division. So the the carry the G Nation has picked up one more. I guy. like it. I right. like it. That's it. And I love that Lambo did it because it is kind of magical. You and I took in a Bears game. I love it. Just this past season. Uh, not, and it won't stuff. be the last one either. So there no, you go. Many more to come. Absolutely. All right, Thanks, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Okay. Awesome, dude. Thank you, bud. That was dope. Thanks All for right, having me, Zay. Talk to you later. Good luck with it all. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Thanks. All right. That is a wrap for today. Thank you to Nags for joining me. Thank you for listening. Apologies for the less than stellar audio and production value this week. We'll do better next week, I promise. Tomorrow, Scott and Solly will join me via Zoom. We'll have a crisp chop it up for our subscribers only on our Friday edition of the Zabecast. And I thank everybody who is indeed a subscriber. Thanks for listening. Have a great Thursday and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.